All right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Show. Uh, this week, myself, Rosie, Dusty, and Trey are all in the booth, and we are going to give a recap of the Tour Championship, what we think of the event, how it went. Rory McIlroy ends up winning by one, uh, coming back after a God knows how many shot deficit to start. Um, moving into some news on Liv, who went, who's gone, how's you know Boston going to look this week, and then... One of the most disheartening stories I've ever read or heard. Um, if you haven't you know, heard about Mike Moreau's yet, well, you definitely should look up the article or listen to the pod to figure out what we're talking about. It is seriously one of the most insane stories I've ever heard. So see you next week and I hope you guys enjoy the pod. All right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Show. We've got all four of us in the booth today. Uh, hello, boys. How are we doing on this fine Tuesday evening? Let's go. Howdy, Tom. How are you? What's going on? I'm, I'm fooling around in the rough. Anyway, on YouTube, wants <laughs> to look. I'm in the rough. Um, yeah, well, uh, Tour Championship, another one in the books. Rory McIlroy just... Fucking lost me a ton of money because I bet on Sung Jay for the <laughs> first time all year. I bet on Sung Jay. Like had him live, got him plus like seventeen hundred for a hundred dollars. I was gonna walk away a rich man, and then it didn't work. And I'm a little upset about it. Sorry about that, Tom. I mean, I know I've been telling you to take him, but all like all year, all year. And I finally listened before the week just to beat Ricky Fowler. That's all I ever do. I mean, that's See, that's rude. That's well, Ricky Fowler wasn't in the field, so sounds like a win. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, what do you guys think of the uh tour championship? Well, shout out. I'm sorry that didn't go your way, Tom, but shout out to uh one of our loyal listeners, Big City Chambers. He uh he put several units early on Rory and had a very nice weekend for himself. Well, golf clap for him because you know <laughs> I, love, I love hearing when a bet hits. It's always nice to hear when somebody's bet hits. Um, no, I um I was actually busy. I didn't get to see it. I, I do have some sort of takes and look forward to hearing what y'all have to say. Um, I was actually up in Baltimore. I saw Bill Burr live for the first time with my two brothers on Sunday night. That was nice. amazing. Nice. Um, so yeah, that was great. But I heard um, he's like yeah. way smaller than he like when you see him in person. He looks like a lot smaller. Well, we you- were we were not exactly like front row, so <laughs> I cannot yeah, confirm yeah. or deny. But he was amazing. Um, if he's ever coming. T- towards your area and you like stand up he's the man um well yeah also i i I wish i had gone to see uh who was it um tom segura when i was in in colorado i I was about to do it and then i just didn't pull the trigger i was kind of i was kind of mad that i didn't do that i've seen him twice he's have you really yeah yeah i um yeah i get a lot of comedy um i i was you know it was kind of it's kind of weird you know we'll talk a little bit about the tour championship it's sort of some of his shortcomings, but it's kind of weird to not have Scotty Scheffler as like the FedEx cup champion. I feel like, I mean, 
and he had what three straight rounds of like 67 or better and then one bad round and all of a sudden he's not the fedex cup champ for the year what do y'all think about that i just i i we can talk about this later but i just think the format of the is just so stupid i just think the format's ridiculous um and and again like my my argument usually would be like it sucks because Scotty Scheffler would just run away with it because he had such a big lead to start, but that didn't happen. Rory McIlroy came back and won, but I still think it's a dumb format. I think personally, I think that it should just be like the top thirty six players, and then like a certain amount of people should get buys like for the first round, and it should just be match play. That that's what I think because the biggest thing that um, sponsors like bitch about for the the WGC is. Well, they don't know who's going to end up in like the final match. Like it could be Victor Dubuisson and, you know, God knows who else. Like, you know, I don't know. Just like two names, like don't really matter and wouldn't drive ratings. But when you have the tour championship and it's the 36 top players like of that year, I feel like that argument kind of goes out the window. And I think it plays itself into a perfect match play event. I think that's yeah, my personal. I've thought, of, I've thought about that before too and i think one thing that could be like absolutely electric electric is keep the format the same and then thursday through saturday you got your tour championship and then like top four only the top four make it into sunday all out match play you got a morning match to make it to the finals That'd be got, cool. and then and then the afternoon that you got your final cool. match and your consolation third place match going on at the same time um i don't care who it is out of that top 30 that would be electric i think yeah i i completely agree I, I, I like that. I like that, Rosie. I, I think I think the biggest loser of the week was Will Zaltoris. Mm. Dude. That's, that's, yes. the that's, that's the argument with saying we're like, I, that one event should not be weighted so heavily on that bonus because he was put in like fourth? Yeah, he was in third. If he had third. maintained third place, he would have gotten $5 million instead he, he gets 500000 500, That's insane. Yeah, that sucks. Just because he was hurt. Because he was hurt. He should be entitled right. to some of that money. I mean, obviously, he's made a ton of money, but he should still get some of that yeah. instead of 500 grand. That really sucks. And it just it just sucks because, like, I don't I mean, I don't think anybody's going to argue that Sky Chef would play the best golf on the PJ Tour all year. I don't I think that's pretty known. Like, I think that's I think that's like a pretty fair statement to say. And the fact that he didn't win, I think, is I mean, I know it's tour championship, whatever, but like. I don't know. I just I just think that he deserved to be yeah, cup champion. You could go either way with that. I mean, at the end of the day, they are trying to market this as the playoffs and the yeah. regular season champion in all other sports doesn't necessarily win the, the championship at the end of the season. So I guess it's likening it to other sports a little bit more. But um But but like if you look at other sports, it's always like an elimination. So like the playoffs are elimination. Like you look at the the you know March Madness or you know uh, getting to the Super Bowl. You know it's just it's always like an elimination. I just that's why I think it plays so well into match play. Right, I agree. But I don't know. Yeah, I. But if I was Will Zalatoris, I'd be really upset. I'd be I'd be an unhappy camper. Yeah, that's that sucks for Will Zalatoris. And I just got to say, for just kind of watching, I only got to see the sort of the back nine there, but it feels like to me, Scheffler's footwork was going to bite him at some point during this year, <laughs> and like it, it finally did. I don't know. Like you watch him swing, and you're like, this is the number one player in the world. Like 
with that footwork and I don't know, like $18 million on the line, like your flaws are going to show up. And they, to me, they just kind of showed up there um, just sort of watching it. And, you know, obviously he's a world-class player and it feels like he's going to be around forever, but like 18 million bucks is, is a lot of money. And it's so trust me, much money. trust me, those guys know that what they're playing for, they, they know. And, and so anyway, that was sort of my take, my, now college golf coaching take watching all these <laughs> junior golf swings like oh my gosh his footwork is so bad there's no way we can take him or recruit him or whatever <laughs> so i don't know if i saw scheffler i'd be like no he's out he's off the list <laughs> but anyway um well, yeah that, so that, that's speaking of the take. speak of the money you know we love rory for how candid he is he gives great answers and poster interviews and he said they asked, what, what, what do you think makes so makes you so great down, down the stretch? And he said, well, I think for one thing, I care the least about the money compared to my peers, which I thought was interesting. We know Rory has all the money he'll ever need. And he's like, look, I'm playing for nothing but the championship. The, I think he probably is the only player in that field where 18 million versus whatever second place was really didn't matter to him. It was just yeah, about getting matter. the job done. Yeah, yeah good point. I can't believe that his – when he hit that ball left on 18, I was – I mean, I was honestly praying that it was just going to hit, like, the grandstands and just end up somewhere terrible because I needed him to make bogey. But, you know, whatever. I had, like, flashbacks of when he topped it in the water. Do you guys remember that? When he's, like, in the rough, I'm like, what are the odds that somehow he could just do it again? And he just – he just he, well, he obviously didn't do that. So, whatever. But Yeah, Tom, I have one for you. Who was the – the name that you saw in the field that you were the most uh, surprised about. I feel like always when you look at the tour championship, you're like, Oh, how about that? Like that's, that's a, that's a shocker that he was in the top 30. You know what? Give me two seconds and I will tell you, I've got mine. I'm going to let you guys go ahead and see if you see if you say the same as me, but I know what mine is. What is it? It's a hit. Yeah. The hit was in the, the hit. You see, yeah. the hit was oh. in the, he was in the 30. That's kind of sick. I will get it with, without a win. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he lost in a playoff, right? Or lost, these are time. all like really like solid names like up here. I mean, I, I would say JT Poston, but JT Poston played so well all year. And then Scott Stallings, I mean, I think he ended up coming in last, but he also just like had a, like a kind of a flurry to the finish, like in the playoffs. So he kind of like weaseled his way in late. Um, weasel. Yeah, but I think I'm, I'm going to go, Hoagie. I'm going to go with Corey, Corey Connors. Yeah. Like yeah. he didn't win. Like we didn't really hear much from him. That's fair. Um, you know, I know he's a solid player or whatever, but like, I don't. It, it didn't feel like he had a, even like a month stretch where it was like, oh, Corey Connors is playing great, um, or he or he won a tournament. So that, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Connors. He didn't think, have like a T three at Augusta, you know. <laughs> I think Hoagie uh, finishing tenth is kind of sneaky to me. I mean, what? I know he had a nice stretch early in the year. But I feel like I haven't heard his name hardly at all. Yeah, the recently. hoagie, the hoagie tenth might be the that might be the biggest surprise in that in the standings. Yeah, he went he went back to back to back sixty sixes and then a I think a sixty nine on Sunday. What about Aaron Wise? Yeah, the, uh, that was actually that was my, that was going to be my other one. But yeah, I think I think hoagie finishing tenth is uh that's number one. Yeah, I think I think that's fair to be number one. But I, I will say. Aaron Wise being in the tour championship was kind of surprising me. He had to have been like 28 or 29 to get in. Yeah. And he finished 13th. He had a great 13th. 
Yeah, he's a. I I just got to say, you you walk up and down the range out there. Aaron Wise is like top five, top ten ball. You can just sit there and watch him hit golf balls. It's beautiful, yeah. and um, and it, he's just been a sort of a bad putter. I think kind of early in his career here, and he's gone to the long putter now. And yeah, I, was I think that's say, is he putting funky right now. Yeah, yeah, he's got a big long one, and like it looks like. I mean, we can get into this maybe in the off season here, but it looks like he's got it jammed up in his chest and you're like, well, wait a minute. I thought that was illegal <laughs> right. or whatever. So anyway, he's, he's turned He's kind of turned a corner here. It looks like with the long putter, but um, like ball striking wise, that guy is top, top five, top 10 in the world. Easy. It's, it's beautiful to watch. So. Cool. Well, um, I, I know we wanted to kind of transition into, into the news of, of yesterday, kind of the, uh, I'm surprised about how many guys are going to live after the PGA tour has come out with like their new schedule and all this stuff. I'm, I'm a little surprised with that. I did not think that Joaquin Neiman would go. Um, I definitely didn't think Harold Varner was going to go that one. Yeah. That name like really surprised me, but especially like after they've done all this stuff to kind of appease the PGA tour players themselves. Like I think, I'm a little, if I was a PGA tour player, I'd be a little bit more annoyed at those guys than the guys that went early. Yeah. I think there were, um, you know, I, I would venture to say most of those guys had their mind made up a while ago. They that's, were just waiting for the end of the tour. Championship. I have a story about that. I have a story. But, about uh, that. <laughs> but Joaquin, I thought it was interesting to see was, uh, he was, he was the only one of these recent announcements that was actually a part of that 22, 23, uh, player, all players meeting the, the infamous meeting with Tiger and Rory. So I thought that was interesting. Like they thought, I mean, Cam Smith was not invited to that. So they knew he was gone. So the fact that they had Joaquin in that room makes me think like he was really on the fence, I guess, or at least he was, or maybe he was, but anyway, I, he was, you know, he's, he, he's actually just as sad to me to see him leave as like Cam Smith. Cause at least Cam Smith, like, won a bunch of events, got his open championship. Joaquin's only 23 years old. You know, he's got two wins at 23. I mean, he's got the world ahead of him. And now we're just like not going to see him on the PJ tour. That's a bummer. Almost as much as Cam Smith, I guess. I, re- I recorded a video maybe three weeks ago of Joaquin, Cam Tringali, and Carlos Ortiz sitting there discussing what they were going to do. They, we, were at, we were at their gym and they were just sitting there shooting the shit between takes of what we were filming for cam and carlos ortiz was selling it to him it was crazy he's like oh man <laughs> he asked him he's like are you gonna come because he, he's like oh man like, i i think cam cam said i think that i am but i haven't told anybody yet i have that arm tringali yeah tringali right. yeah and he uh he and joaquin are standing there and they're just talking about oh it's gonna be so great yada yada but he's like oh i, I gotta just make sure i get on a good team and joaquin was like oh yeah like i i gotta get on the like latin american team because that's what they're going to do. They're going to have like the t- Mexico team, the mm-hmm, North mm-hmm. America team, and it, it, apparently it's going to be all like geographic based. So like Cam Tringali could not be on their team, so he was all worried about what team he's going to be on. The Aussie squad is going to be so sick, yeah. so sick. They're going to be so sick, and I hope they wear those uh, those outfits they wore in the uh, in the uh, Olympics, <laughs> like, the, like the cricket. They were like, made by like ASIC. Oh, they were so so bad. The Asics golf so shirt. Yeah. Yes. Terrible. 
Um, all right. So I got to throw a conspiracy theory out there that um, I was having a conversation about today with a, with a buddy. Um, would you like, we were saying, all right, if you took the top 20 from the PGA tour and the top 20 from live and maybe they've sort of planned it all behind the scenes there to like play each other down the road, sort of a made for TV event. Like we, and me and my buddy looked at each other like, Oh my gosh, we would tune in. No doubt about it. Start to finish. Like, okay. DJ and Phil and Cam Smith and whoever else you can think of are going to play Rory JT and Cameron Young or Will's Outdoors or Jordan Speed or whatever. Like that is a, that is a, like oh i i would love to be able to watch something like that on tv like bad blood you know i would hating each other i don't i I don't know it would be amazing i don't i don't see it happening because yeah because the pga tour is not going to give yeah like any they're not going to like help them make any money because that would be a a just a cash flow king for both sides for both i don't think but i don't think that there's i think there's such bad blood between the two that they would rather both of them not make money than give the opportunity to give the other any money. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, it's a conspiracy, but I've seen <laughs> it floated here and like it, it's very intriguing. And oh, that's a, that's a golfer's wet dream. That's what yeah. that, it's, a, it's literally <laughs> a golfer's wet dream. It would be amazing. So, it would be amazing. Anyway, just throwing it out there. Yeah. And, and I would just throw my hat on Team Live. Just going to throw that out there, too. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm just I mean, pro Live. Thomas, go ahead and say it. You're pro Live. He's also I'm, anti American. I'm not, so I'm not calling. I'm not. He's the international president's cut. That's outrageous. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm not like, I'm not pro Live, but I'm not like con Live either. Con. I'm not con Live. <laughs> so, can on it either speaking of the president's cup i know we've touched on this a little bit before but it's such a shame we were about to enter if it weren't for live we were about to enter a great run of president's cups um with how much young your um international talent there was is um but now like you got no cam smith no joaquin i mean really sucks we have an inside source that said taylor pendrith and tom kim were practice was they were practicing at Hollow yesterday with the rest of the squad yeah, I mean they're gonna have wow. to go to the go to the well. They gotta go yeah, to the they, well. Yeah, they're in the bullpen right now. Yes. <laughs> Who's the captain? Like Mike Weir or something? No, it's Trevor Immelman. Oh, poor Trevor. No, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I think I that's know. right. That's gonna be like such. I'm like oh, that sucks because I love the Presidents Cup, and the international team has just been just demolished. I and mean, they were gonna be really good. They, they were gonna be really be good for so a few years. Good. Like I was so excited about it. Yep. Now it's just gone. Like I don't even. I mean, I'm definitely gonna watch. I can't say I'm not gonna watch, but like I'm just sad. That's well, and and the, and the American team has been weakened as well. So I mean, it's, it's it could still be a toss up. Yeah, but no, they're not. They're. I mean, yeah, they're not not by a lot. Like, not by a yeah. lot. Yeah. Like what was Pat Perez gonna play on the team? <laughs> it's like no, he wasn't. Yeah, actually, now that Probably I'm thinking about it, DJ. they might, they might not have lost really anyone other well, than maybe DJ, maybe Patrick Green, maybe Bryson, but none of those guys were really at the forefront Brooks, anyway. And Brooks. But Brooks, like, Brooks, yeah. But yeah. Brooks hadn't really played all that well this year, so yeah, yeah. he was at on the Like, squad. none of them were guarantees for the squad. And you got to think about all the young guys on the like U.S., like Sam Burns, uh, like Max Homa. Uh, I mean, like there's so many guys 
I, you could, you could go down the list on the PGA tour and, and you could take the top 10 guys on PGA tour from America and then just take them out. And you'd still probably have a sick U S team for the president's cup. Cause they're just so deep. I mean, back yeah. to the, back to the live movement. I, um, I'm super bummed about Harold Warner. Super, super bummed. <laughs> <Look at JM. laughs> I'm, I'm really bummed about Harold Varner. I, I really enjoyed watching him. Over the last and like, I'm, I'm kind of surprised. Well, I guess I can't be that surprised. Cause, cause, uh, I just said his name. Um, Pat Perez went and he's a, he's a jump man. But I don't know. I, I don't, I don't see like Jordan being like a live supporter. So I, I would feel like he's not, a, I, I don't know if it's true, but apparently he was advising Harold not That's, to go. I saw the same thing. I, I don't know if that means he's going to drop him. He, he pro- I imagine he probably won't drop him altogether. Pat. But Pat's still. Okay. So, it. yeah. So he probably won't drop him, but he's, he, he advised him to stay. Apparently is Keegan. Keegan's still on the tour, right? To, as of right now. I don't know. He's, I've heard, he's another, I've heard he's another Jordan. He's another Jordan Grove yeah. member. Yeah. Well, so his dad's the well, trainers, but his dad used to be the head pro at the golf course in Jackson where my, my dad plays and where I was at all summer. Mm. And I, I talked to him maybe once about it and he didn't really say much to me, but the rumors around town were the later in the season, it got in the summer, it got the less he was saying bad things about live. So I think that he was kind of nudging that there was a possibility that he was going to go. So I would not be surprised if my phone yeah. dings in the next week or so. And be like, Oh, Keegan Bradley goes to live. I would not be surprised at all. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, the uh, more right, good, so- play- the more good players that go over, I keep thinking about this, like the bottom feeders of live, like the guys, like <laughs> we've talked about Andy Ogletree, like the guys that like took this money, but are clearly now like nowhere near the top 48 or like not in the top 48 anymore. It's so weird to me. Like Pat Perez, like, Dude, with these six guys that just came in, like Pat is not in that top forty-eight anymore. I don't know what that means for them. I guess we'll see. We'll see. Pat Perez is out. You're saying? Well, I don't know. I mean, what Pat what do you Perez do? With, and... I mean, what do you do with a guy? Okay, maybe not. Maybe, Pat, they're, but maybe they're going to have an overflow league. They're going to have like a. They're going to have like a, like a D, like a G league. Yeah, I guess what? Yeah, forget you know, forget about the names. What happens? To, okay, I six live. guys just announced they're going to live. What happens to those bottom six guys? Like they go to live too, live square, <laughs> <laughs> live square. <laughs> Wait, they're gonna go to the corn live tour. <laughs> corn live, <laughs> corn live tour. Well, isn't aren't they kind of turning the Asian tour kind of into a feeder league? For yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah. I guess that's where like those. The Andy Ogletree of the world just send him to, to Hong Kong for eight yeah. months or twelve events and all in Saudi Arabia, in Malaysia, yeah. <laughs> the same golf course. They just yeah. play Royal Green over and over and over again. Just piss, yeah, that's insane. Wow. <laughs> Who knows? Um, Trey, I don't think I've ever seen a flatter brim than what you're wearing on your head right now. It's got a little bit of curvature to it. Okay, just saying. It'll be uh, interesting to see. We talked about before how live ratings have been steadily going down as far as the they don't they're not publishing official ratings off YouTube or anything, but people have been monitoring it and putting their own reports out. And, um, you know, viewership has been going steadily down at each event. Now I'm curious to see, like, there's been some big movement. There's announcements and the PGA Tour season is done. They're off. 
Yeah, like this it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see if this if this week in Boston and it's an East Coast, um, you know, time zone. So I've only watched one of them. Good for ratings. So be interested to see if they uh, if they have a big week or if interest continues to not be that great. I, I really don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I think, and I just got to say, I think like we all sort of heard rumblings six, eight weeks ago, like after the tour championship, there's going to be this huge wave of guys that leave. And obviously Cam Smith is a huge one, right? Like British open champ. And I mean, I think all of us probably hate to see him go over there, but I didn't feel, yeah. I mean, Eamon's big, he's a young guy, but I didn't feel like, all right, it was Cam Young, Zalatoris, Spieth. I mean, these, or, you know, it was yeah. sort of feeling like it was going to be like, oh, the PJ Tour is done. Like, all these guys are going to go and the tour is going to really, really struggle. Like, no, nah, okay. They got I, one big name. They they sort of they got Neiman. Okay, sort of two big names, maybe one and a half big names, I guess I would say. But it, it wasn't this wave of guys that are just like, I'm done. The, the live is so much better than PGA Tour, so. I actually kind of like, like, if it stays basically where, where we're at right now, I kind of like the balance. I like that Liv has just enough guys to keep it interesting and keep the talent level up. But the tour, but the PGA Tour, who I'm, you know, essentially rooting for to pull, pull, pull ahead of this thing in the long run, um, they didn't lose, to your point, like the Spees and the JTs and the Roars of the world. So I'm kind of cool with like where we're at right now. It'll be interesting to see. Where we're at a year from now, have more guys gone to live, um, more stars, or is it kind of? I mean, I don't think any live guys are going to be able to come back to the tour, so it's probably not going that direction. But um, yeah, right now it's it's kind of a, I guess in a weird way, a nice balance. Yeah, in my mind, I agree. In my, in my yeah. opinion, I would agree with that. I also think that if the live just had like, like you were saying, if the live just had like ten guys that were way, they just had like the you know, a few guys from the top 10 of the PJ tour. And then it was just a bunch of Asian tour players. It wouldn't be that fun to watch. Right. So, I mean, you know, whatever, but they've at least got enough guys now. Like, I mean, yeah, they could have a, a, you know, they could have a back nine with Bryson, Cam, Joaquin, Patrick Reed, Patrick Reed all in the mix. And that, I mean, that'd be, that would be exciting. Well, speaking of Patrick Reed and cheaters, um, great segue why don't we just roll right into one of the craziest stories that i've heard in golf in uh, it's been a long time but a man named matt morose um and for everybody not that it's listening to this and hasn't heard the story this is seriously one of the most bizarre things i've ever heard um, so pre-qual for Corn Ferry Q, it was happening last week and it's going to be happening this week as well. Um, and this particular, uh, happened in, at, this happened, this happened at Quarry Oaks in Ashland, uh, Nebraska, um, guy named Matt Morose and his caddy were pretty much accused of cheating in multiple ways in a, in a flurry of holes on the, uh, the front nine of the, the golf tournament. There was a a golf ball that was found in the hole after an apparent blade and skipped through some rough. And there was talk of a turkey, um, which I thought was kind of weird. Um, <laughs> and there's a there's a video that his caddy took. And th- if there's a podcast that so you can look, 
I think it's what's what's the podcast? Fire called? Pit. The Fire Pit put out a great article breaking yeah, it all exactly. down and and a podcast. And and so so there was there's there's a video and of some stuff and then a few holes later they found a ball that was marked the same or they they say they found a ball that was marked the same as a ball that was hit into the hazard that a, a spotter saw went to go find another golf ball he and his caddy proceeded to just hit and when they got on the green he was like hey what are you putting for he said birdie and the guy was like i don't think that that's humanly possible um <laughs> and then there was the and then the guy like falls down on the next tee after he hits a driver and he's like he's looking at his back and and so there's, there's like, he's trying to get the sympathy vote for saying like he's hurt and then, <laughs> and then he gets on 18 and he hits two good shots, bones one over the bunker and then happens to hold the next one to knock. It's either two or three yeah. um, guys out of getting, of getting through after all of this kind of kerfuffle and bullshit and just kind of craziness. I mean, I don't, I don't like, I can't give the exact story because I obviously I wasn't there. I can just say what I, what I think and what I've read, but I think those two guys should just be banned from fucking all professional golf events for like the rest of time. Cause if, cause if they truly did cheat and, and again, if this all somehow, like they didn't cheat and like all of this kind of stuff was, is real, then I feel terrible for them because his name is getting dragged through the mud big time. But if it's real and he cheated, that guy's an absolute fucking scumbag. An absolute well, and scumbag. And, and this didn't come out of nowhere. I feel pretty confident in the uh, story of the two guys he was playing with. I mean, I did as well. This guy's had a, had a sketchy past in golf to begin with. Um, he claims to have um, it was either five or eight holes in ones on par fours, like 35, 35 overall. And they, they interviewed, they found like, they tracked down like three guys. That were playing in his group, and somehow all of his whole ones, like nobody saw them because they were like on par fours, and the green was blind. And then, you know, he was—he already had extra eyeballs on him in the final round because the previous round, um, the guys, different guys he was playing with, reported suspicious behavior. Um, you know, one thing that was super interesting was um, one of the um, incidences you talked about, Tom. So, you know, on one hole he's a he's a left-hander and one hole he hooks it right and the spotter like saw they had a spotter out there and he like saw the ball and marked you know a little red flag where it went in and then he went to the other side to help a different player and they showed like a whole diagram of it and it's like impossible for you know his ball to have gotten where he says it was outside of the hazard the guy's like what are you talking about i saw it go in the hazard and then in the uh when they were confronting him the rules official was confronting um um what's his name again tom Morose. the ch- uh, cheater Morose. Uh, mike mike Morose. or so yeah. the, the the uh official pulled a pretty good little um <laughs> it's almost like the interrogation room when <laughs> they present evidence after they ask you uh, a series of questions so they said well we found what kind of ball were you playing and he said what kind of ball he's playing he's like well we went out and found this golf ball right where the spotter said you know, it went in like in the junk and you said you played it from around the corner in like just regular rough. And he's like, Oh, well I hit one over there in the practice round. It must've been that one. That, like, come that on. pissed me off so bad. Cause that's, that's such fucking bullshit. Cause then, then you get into the point where like, you've got to, you got to like call guys that they played against, like played with in like the first two rounds. And then he's like, Oh, it was in the practice round. It's like, 
Dude, no, you didn't. That if you, you hit a ball, it was like a twelve. It was like a title is twelve with a red dot, and they're like, "Well, we just found one in the junk." And let's let's remember that this guy is thirty five. Says he used to work as a PGA professional. He's lived in Florida and Texas. It, there's probably a chance this was Club Pro guy in disguise, but <laughs> under a false name. I mean, if if, that, if you if you add all that up, thirty five hole in ones. I mean, this sounds like an absolute. Mini tour legends. <laughs> yeah, I I thought like one of the sketchiest things was like the video that he took, you know, a couple holes before to like prove yeah. to the guys that like, and he's like running back off the green, pumping his fist, screaming like, "It went in! I made it!" And you're like, and like, who has their caddy just... pull out a video exactly when you're in the middle of? Q school, like yeah. what? No, nobody. I'll tell you who. Nobody. Let's nobody. talk about the caddy. <laughs> the caddy was in on it, so they they obviously had a discussion where they're like, "Yes, let's run the table today." And they said, "Let's do it." <laughs> like that's that's just insane. And one thing that I was thinking about that makes me so angry is like, okay, say he got away with a few strokes here and there throughout the tournament, but he still qualified like so he has some game like the guy can play <laughs> yeah and he, he's like when he, he hold it when he hold it i should say like in parentheses or whatever um he got to 600 and he was in third place of the golf tournament and he like finished he, it one over like he's you know it's not like a, a six handicap going out there trying to do this like the guy's clearly like at least a decent player if he can even fake it for you know 90% of the holes. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean I you can't get I mean you can't get away with something. You can't get away with something that often. Um I mean, I was people sick have, people have eyes on your ball the whole time. So. I was truly sick to my stomach when I read that for the article for the first time. I was like this is because I mean again, like Trey can allude to this too. It's like he's been to Q school. Like those yeah. are guys that are just like trying to get out there. They're like they're not like they're not you're you're cheating guys that are putting up their own, you know, $3,500 to go play in first stage of Q school. Like a lot of those guys don't have people backing them. Like it's, it's like young guys, like, like myself that are putting everything they have into trying to like make it on tour. And you're fucking those guys over like, and that really upset me, like really upset me. I think that's total bullshit. That guy should be completely banned from all professional golf events for the rest of his goddamn life in, in my, and thankfully a couple hours after the round ended, uh, they called, they called him and told him he was DQ'd, and it got those two those this chip in on eighteen that knocked two guys out. They are back in, so they get to move on to first stage. So thank thank goodness for that. The chip in is is maybe the best part. Bizarre, like after all that, he chips in to knock he two guys out. In. <sighs> it would have been it would have been fitting for him to just like miss, just just miss by one, and then just like yeah. none of this happens. Right. But, but they like they like went out in like SUVs and like drove out to the hole and like had yeah. like a mini conference. Well, that says in SUVs. What? What? Yeah, it's SUVs. <laughs> they were rolling out there in Tahoe's. They hopped in a Toyota Highlander and drove out to the 16th <laughs> hole. This is an interesting little detail. Yeah, but yeah, there's like video and pictures of them actually digging around in the in the. Oh, there's like diagrams of the hole, like where. Yeah. You like he could have hit it and where he didn't hit it. And then then there was something about how he said he hit nine iron from a hundred and you know seventy oh, yeah, they, yards like uphill into the wind. Like like, no, you didn't. Like, I'm sorry, you're not Bryson. Like, no, you didn't. It just it none none of it added up. Like, absolutely none of it added up. 
And I think they made the total right decision by DQing him. And absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know, but that was, I mean, that was crazy. I've never read anything like that. I mean, I can't remember the last time there's been like a, a real cheating scandal. Yeah. I agree. Like, yeah. I mean, to your point, um, you know, we all know and hear stories of guys moving something around or like trying to get away with a little something here or there, but this was a conspired effort <laughs> with yeah, his caddy, is... like a pre-planned effort. Like the whole the way they described that whole number five where he quote unquote hold out. It's like, it's like they planned that like way in advance because it was a certain hole where they said the green is blind yeah. from the fairway. He was over on the left. You know, he hits it over on the left. The other guys are in the fairway, so they can't see the green. They can't see the bottom of the hole. And he, like, hits his shot first and runs up there and then comes back to them pumping his fist going, it was in, it was in. And then, <laughs> oh, by so the way, sick. my by the way, my caddy recorded it. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow there was enough time for him to record it, set the bag down 20 yards away up a hill, come back, record. And then in the caddy story, they were like, yeah, when I was doing that video, the, the other guys were like, you know, five paces off the front of the green. But both of those guys both said that they didn't see him take the ball out of the hole. They didn't see the video being taken place right. or any of that. So just none of, none of it made any sense. None of it, like, added up. And I just, yeah, I mean, that guy, it's just, it, I'm upset. It upset me. <laughs> it upset me. Quite, quite, quite literally, it upset me. Yeah, that, that was outrageous. And then, and then, honestly, if you look at a guy like Trey, who has the most, like, he did the opposite. Like, he fucked up and then calls and was like, hey, I fucked up, and you yeah. need to disqualify me from Q school because I screwed up. And that's, that's like a that's, that's a, a true golfer, yeah. and that is a man that plays but by the, the rules. The thing with that is is that they, they took it seriously. Like, they were – they had me come back. They were like, all right, we're going to try and not DQ you somehow. They're going to, like, see, like, oh, maybe, like, the scorecard was wrong, yada, yada. But I was like, no, dude, like <laughs> – like, yeah, no, dude. Like, I, I just made an eight and I put a seven yeah. on the scorecard. Like, I'm fine. Right. So, like, they, but they, they gave it like a good hour of like being like, hmm, maybe, maybe we don't have to <laughs> Like, they take it very seriously as from my first hand account. But yeah, I don't know. What would you guys do in that situation? You I don't, admit, you, I wouldn't, I would not have signed his card. I can't believe this. I cannot believe they signed his card. Well, no. So, they, so they were, they were instructed by the rules officials to sign the cards and that they would go back and they would do an investigation and figure whatever else out. So they were instructed to sign the cards by the rules officials. So I, on, on, on that note, I, you know, but you're right. I wouldn't have done, I wouldn't have signed either. I would have just, I don't know in the middle of Q school. If I'm trying to like grind and like make it myself, I think it'd be, I'd be hard pressed to like get into a screaming match, like in the middle of the golf course. Cause yeah. I'm trying to like do my own thing, but also like, too many things didn't make sense throughout that round of golf that I would have had like a really hard issue, like moving forward with anything. If, if I thought anything was like kind of going on, I think, I think, I think they did the right thing. I mean, they, um, they brought, they brought everything to the officials attention before the round. ended. like, as soon as they had a chance, it sounded like they talked to him after the seventh or eighth hole or something. So I don't know. I mean, what do you do? Right. I, I you're, you're trying to, they're trying to make it, they're, they're trying to, focus on their own thing try to make it through to first stage so they can't get too wrapped up in it while they're trying to accomplish their own goal you know yeah, yeah I, think, I think i did sad. see that, that that both of the other guys got through which was great to oh see. good like i didn't, they, I didn't they, see that 
yeah, they, I think both of them, Hefner and Knee, both nice. got through. So I'm glad that it didn't have a, like a huge effect on right. them. I could totally see that. Like, who is this guy? What does he do? Like, what is going on out here today? And like not being able to focus on their game or whatever. So it was nice to see both of them get through. But like, I was, I was sort of thinking that was a great question, Tom. Like, as a 22 year old, 24 year old, like, I don't, it would have been a lot harder to like say something to the guy because you're, you don't know, like, you're just out there chasing it. And mm-hmm. today, as a 35, 36 year old, like, oh, I, you, we would have been all over him. Like, come on, man, you're cheating. Like, I know this, like, everybody knows it. Like, you would have been in his face. So, right. yeah. Like, I think as a younger player, sort of trying to find your path, find your way, like a lot harder to feel like you, you know, have the <laughs> the clout to sort of say something. But as an older guy or if you were 32 <laughs> and you'd been through the ringer for 10 years, like been a lot easier to <laughs> like, like say, hey, hey he's yeah. cheating. <laughs> yeah. Like no more of this and sort of go from there. So that was sort of my thought. I just hope I never have to deal with that. But if I do, I'm officially, I, I, I'm making a decision now. I'm not putting up with the bullshit. If I ever, <laughs> if I'm ever in that situation, I'm not putting up with that. Yeah. Anyway. So I, I got to tell a quick story. So I'm playing on the e-golf tour back in the day where at Caribus, no, yeah, Carib- uh, it's something like that in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm playing with Chess and Hadley and we're on a par three 12 or 13 or something kind of down the hill and 18 to par five runs sort of back um, right next to 13 to par three. And so Chesson is kind of, I don't know, he's not on the tee and he kind of looks over and he sees a guy like kick his ball or give, get a better lie in the rough. And like, I love Chesson to death. Yeah. He's a different guy, but he runs off the tee and starts screaming at the guy. What is your name? what is your name? And like, he's going to report him. And I, to this day, I like, I love that about Chesson. Like he was not going to let this guy do it, even though he wasn't in his own group or whatever. Like he saw him and he went after him and like, got his name, got the, like, (laughs) what is your name? He's going, Hey, what is your name? (laughs) Yeah. Like he wanted to know. Sir. No. Yeah. Like he was was snapping at him. What is your name? (laughs) Uh, Incredible. Um, So like, you know, I, I really appreciate the, like the guy or whatever, just to have the balls to like call guys out. And if you see something, say, you know, whatever so. protecting the field yeah yeah so good story but crazy yeah well i i don't think we need to rip on this guy too much more i mean <laughs> it's I, yeah. I think that anybody that reads the article is gonna understand what went down and if he if he's never gonna listen i don't think he's gonna listen to our podcast but if i, I hope that he comes out somewhere and makes a statement and either just admit yeah. he did wrong because you can't like i can't I wouldn't be able to sleep. Like I, that would just. Well, I, it, this guy probably. I mean, I have a feeling this wasn't <laughs> probably not the first time. This wasn't an aberration. Like he's probably this kind of guy. But yeah, yeah. Well, on that. All note, right, boys. Yeah, I think we're just gonna call it just because I'm I'm hot. I'm upset. So I, <laughs> I 
I might need to go have a beer or maybe, you know, just calm down a little bit because I'm, I'm flustered. So, but you're deep in the rough, dude. You're I'm deep, deep, in the rough. deep in the rough, I'm deep in the rough right now. <laughs> this so morning deep. it's early. Look at, look at the dude. I'm in the hay, man. I'm in yeah, the fucking hay. So, all right, boys. Enjoyed it. All right. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Peace. Peace.